Are you wondering how you can contribute to Funniest Thing? Don't flip out. Go to patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. Whoa! Crazy. This one is called the pants. Take eight. Yoga. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected <laughs> outcomes. Yes. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from Chobo Studios in beautiful downtown Van Nuys. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Amore. That I needed to read that when I walked in. Yes. So, Ed, what do we got going on today? Well, we have a very special episode because we are going to spend this episode with the amazing Reverend Kathy Norman from the Unity of Santa Barbara. Why don't you say hello, Kathy? We know you're out there. Yes. That's How are you today, Kathy? I am so good. I am so happy to be with you guys again. Oh, my you God. Always, you always just make my heart sing. Thank well, you. we well, didn't plan on having you in the whole episode, but we couldn't resist because you're so irresistible. That's true. So we want to spend as much time as we can. Let me read you the show description just to remind our and let our listeners and viewers know what we're all about here today. So today's show is called Get Into the Groove with Reverend Kathy Norman. It's Even though, you know, excuse me. Every thought is a gateway to somewhere. We learned that just now, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> thought I got this morning, folks, was a gateway to hell. And it all depends on how you're feeling yes. when you think that thought. It could be heaven or hell. Also. I know. All right. So every thought is a gateway to somewhere. The subjective trend. <laughs> it's so true. The subjective trend of our consciousness determines our experience. And that came that came from Robert A. Russell, who we're going to read from and explain that more. Although we may have all created mental creases from habitual thoughts of worry and doubt, we can choose to get into a new groove by entertaining faith-filled thoughts that inspire confidence and prosperity. As you learn how to change the basic thoughts in your mind, you know how to change everything in your life and are well on the way to something better and more productive of good. On this episode, Daryl and Ed, along with Kathy Norman, will highlight just how simple it is to turn on your God-given ability to attract success and, throughout the whole episode, cheerful Kathy Norman from Unity of Santa Barbara is going to get us moving with her wisdom, get us in moving in a new groove, and later we'll share today's reading, which is eager. Now, eager, eager... Um, Nancy Norman, you must have been surprised when you, we sent you a daily word. Uh, isn't it a current daily word we sent you? Yeah, it's a current one. You're talking to Nancy Norman or Kathy? Did I say Norman? Nancy? Yeah. Oh, man, I keep yeah. saying that because I spend so much time with your mother these days. Kathy you Norman. You did. I have it on my text right now. Okay. 
Well, we don't need to get to that yet, but I was just thinking how Daryl and Ed often like call through the good daily words for you because you only like the metaphysical ones nowadays, right? Oh, Cheerful Kathy Norman. Cheerful Kathy Norman. Hopefully I, I didn't say it at the beginning as well, but um, – yeah, we, we're so uh, students of your mother nowadays. Every Thursday we spend time with Nancy at the uh, uh, unityjoyoflife.org at the Infinite Prosperity class. Which, if you're listening or watching, you're free to join us as well at U- what, unityjoyoflife.org Joy of and just click on the Infinite Prosperity Workshop. It's Thursdays, and you'll have the code right there to join us on the Zoom calls on Thursdays. There's a class in the morning at 7 a.m. Eastern. Is that correct? Yeah, and 7 4 a.m. Yeah. Pacific, and then 7 p.m. Eastern, which is the one Daryl and Ed go to, 4 p.m. Pacific. You know what? No, no wonder I'm feeling, we're both feeling a little cantankerous today because we didn't have Nancy this week. No, we didn't. We usually, oh, that's like oh, our. Oh, that's it. Yeah. That's yeah, she's, she's out on vacay. Nice. Rightfully so, man. She does such great work. Yeah. I thought you were going to say we're like this because we went to live theater in Los Angeles last night. Hey, that guy, <laughs> that guy was a great magician we saw, man. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we got blasted afterwards, but that was good while it lasted. Um, yeah, Stephen Tom Thorpe gave us a different kind of adjustment last night after the show. But um, you want to tell people how to be a member of the Funniest Thing Club? Yeah, most of you probably are already a member, and we're going to let you know that uh, God does not make hard work for those who seek him, and neither do Daryl and Ed, because we're firm believers that work is a four-letter word, and it ends in K, so that's why we prefer to dive into metaphysical teachings, because scheming and willpower, it just doesn't do the trick. So a Funniest Thing Club member... We're a group of truth enthusiasts who live each day as ambassadors of God's love. As we continuously radiate love, we perform everyday miracles and experience better than expected outcomes. Yes. If you're already living this way or strive to, then you may consider yourself a member. We motivate one another by simply sharing how miracles occur naturally in our circumstances as the result of living expectantly and lovingly. Yep, that's the truth. Let's take a moment to bless all of the Patreon contributors and the, the contributions that are coming in to just allow us to do this show with greater ease and uh, bless Chobo Studios in the process. And um, we've been doing a, a prosperity Zoom, Zoom class for the Patreon contributors. Grace Dethridge this week quoted as something we said, accepting our divine heritage of abundant good. Love this. Thank you all for sharing. So we're just sending love to all those contributions because when we magnify and multiply the value of these things in our mind, our life improves. Because we could be doing all manner of good and experiencing all manner of good, but if we're not recognizing it and magnifying it in our mind, that includes our value, the value of our friends, the amazing things God is doing in our lives. We miss it. So it really, I mean, so much of these teachings are something to do with what we do with our mind, which is what this show is all about. I just want to get through a couple things so we can all chat about this. Um, if you want to send us something, funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Kathy B. Jody, my mom, last week on Facebook, uh, the episode... What's the episode with Maloney called? It was called Be All You Can Be. Be All You Can Be. Yeah, and so we posted a little um, 
Facebook Live after we did our show, and my mom said, "Dad, thanks for this." Dad said, "Thanks for the cookie," because we sent him a black and white cookie home from Pinocchio's Deli afterwards. We sent Jennifer Maloney to your home. That's with a black right. And white our cookie. guest delivered a black and white cookie to my father and he loves him so she said now i'm putting it all together how jennifer had the cookie thanks for the special delivery yesterday i'll look forward to the show from two tustin high school grads all right thank you chobo uh indy out here at chobo studios how you doing today doing great all i got is a more baby nice Lord. yeah you you guys did some jujitsu before we started <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shout out to Jeff Comfort out in Kansas City, Kansas, man. He built Unity Online Radio where we started, and each week he takes us right into the comfort zone. If you're enjoying the audio, oh, thank you. God bless you for that. If you want to set, put a review up wherever you listen to the show there, that'd be great. If you're watching on YouTube... Thank you for tuning in, liking, and subscribing. If you didn't know we had a YouTube, we do. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see my surfboard behind me. Daryl showed me some cool markers. What are they called? Solid or something? Yeah, they're, uh, I now do a lot of artwork using uh, the stuff graffiti artists use. So yeah. there's these markers called solid markers. Yeah. So they're like a paint stick if you've ever used art. Yeah. So they're like a paint stick, but it's really like, you know how you make balsamic you, you reduce, reduce it, it yeah. till it becomes that delicious syrup. Right, right. Well, this is just imagine them taking the marker, that the stuff, the ink in the marker, and reducing it to a solid crayon form. Yeah. Oh, man. So that's it feels why it's so good. Well, that's why the graffiti artists love it. It's bulletproof. But I love it because of the colors and how it reacts to different surfaces. It looks like, it looks like a child's crayon yeah. in most cases. So, Ed is now using it on his surfboard. And when yeah. I came in, I thought a lot of the art on his surfboard was already there and he only added the face. Yeah. But that's all. Yeah, yeah. That's, see, I actually get more joy out of things when I make them my own. Uh, a lot of people go, I, you know, I spent a lot of money for this board, but I, I just go on there and whatever I feel like doing. And then when I see it and when other people see it, it brings yeah. them joy as well. And it really is just like an effortless thing. And I think a lot of our show today is like, um, getting out of these grooves of like excess effort, fear and worry and like trusting in the process of realizing a good part of why, how it, we, I've been changing my grooves lately. The blessing is a lot of those grooves were like based on this false premise that I have to make myself into something. I have to do something very hard and I'll wake up and that voice is almost killing me right when I wake yeah. up. Oh. But, and it feels like, how's this ever going to get better? But the beauty of it is I'm not even taking those roads anymore. It's almost like this stuff that we read is showing me a whole different highway that I can take. And there's no traffic because a lot of people don't even know it's there or yeah. don't believe it works. So I just get to meet on that road. I meet beautiful people like Kathy Norman, like Daryl, like Indy, like Nancy Norman, who I keep calling Kathy Nancy, like Michael Schoonover, like all these great authors. A lot of our listeners who yeah. entered our lives and send us stuff on a regular basis. Yeah, just like when I met Daryl in his Camaro and he said, life is a highway. I want to ride it all night long. I said, I'll have what he's having. And, 
That was intentionally mom jeans oriented for you, Daryl. Well, that's most of our listeners. Okay. <laughs> well, now we can get to some more of this truth stuff. Who we got to do start? our three breaths before we bring Na- uh, Nancy. Oh, yeah. Now you got me calling her Nancy before we bring <laughs> Kathy on. All right, let's do three breaths together. Are we doing the... Um... Yes, yeah, because this is really... This, oh, yeah. re- this is really what was playing on my Camaro stereo. Right. Yeah, because uh, life <sighs> is... The, the good part about this, too, is by we get into this creative mindset. A lot of these old limiting patterns don't feel good. They're not like dancing. They're more like just holding on tight and just hoping for the best and like but not really believing it's going to happen, you know. But we're, this is becomes more of a dance and more of a create just like me writing on my surfboard or us doing the show and whatever happens, it ends up working out for the best. So well, it um, also reinforces that. It's the consciousness changes our circumstances beginning with our perspective. Because when I came in here this morning, I've, I was so fighting off so many negative ideas. Right. So when I walked in and you were reading that, that tome from Herbert uh, Hoover about yeah. fear, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, this is too much. I gotta go. I, but mm-hmm. the good news is, because it's always consciousness, right. it can change with, a, like how we're saying, a new word or a new thought yeah. is a gateway. But the best thing of it all is prosperity isn't what makes us happy. Like It's the happiness that attracts the prosperity. Yes. And that's why I love these three breaths. Yeah, these thoughts are like... It's like all a lot of those old grooves are just like building dams, really, yeah. against our the flow of our energy, and and when it feel when we think that's our reality, we think how could it ever get better? But now we get to be like little kids. We're like pulling the dam down, and all that ener- energy starts flowing through, and it's a whole new world. We should call those old grooves ruts, ruts, and the new grooves ruts grooves. Ruts. <laughs> 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 All right, let's take a deep breath to clear our mind. Okay. Ah. Only when I'm dancing can I feel this free. Ah. Did you forget the melody of the first part? You try it. Let's see what happens. Only when I'm dancing. You're right. (laughs) Can I feel this free. Ah. Only when when I'm I'm dancing. Can I feel this free? Ah. Get into the groove, baby. You got got to to move your love to me. All right. All right, I think we've done enough damage to that song. Um. (laughs) But this is the point. It makes us laugh, and that's the whole thing, man, because everything follows that. I'd rather be feeling like this over something silly. Yeah. Because I want this consciousness. I don't want the serious consciousness. Right. Or believing horrible things about myself and the world. Yeah. I don't want any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, um, it's interesting when you think about the people who like start something, they're often like these oddball creative visionaries. 
And then whatever they start, like say it's a corporation like Google, for example, it can turn into this like the opposite of that. Yeah. Like, so my friend who works at Google yesterday, he told me like they use this like rating system there. It's like a five tier rating system. And but they already have what percentage of each is people are going to fit into each rating. And it's like based on your impact. And it was like 72 percent of the people there get like a they thought this would be a great idea. The middle mark. Like a C. Yeah. Now these are people that have like gotten A's at the top of their their whole life, but the people who came up with this crazy corporate idea thought, well, if everyone gets a C, they're gonna think it's something good, and they're all. So my buddy, who's like high up in the company, said like everyone's disgruntled all the time because only two yeah, percent of the people get the highest mark, which everyone in the company is used to getting the highest marks, so, but they come up with these crazy ideas of how they're gonna boost productivity. But the, it's all just like a nightmare. But it, you got to go back to like, well, how did this all start? And it all started by somebody creating something that no one thought was going to work, was even a reality. Yeah. No one believed was, you know. So we read, uh, who was that that was talking about? You got to imagine yourself. I think it was it. Oh, um, I got Russell? it. Russell, you got to imagine your No, it was the other fellow. I got it out there. Yeah. Well, we could just uh, we'll paraphrase it. Yeah. It's just like he said, it, oh, it Schwartz, right? Schwartz. And David was, Schwartz. The book is. Uh, was it the power of thinking big? Big, yeah, or how to, th yeah, so, yeah, that's right. And so he talks about like when you're thinking about yourself, it's important to imagine yourself as being an, impor an important person. Not like a bottom of the, not someone who's just climbing yes. a ladder or a rung on the ladder or a cog. You got to see yourself. And when you start to do that, we did a show a long time ago called Don't Take Advice from the Monkey in the Middle. Because a lot of people in middle management are frustrated because they want to be, they don't really have the power to make decisions, but they want to be. Uh. But it's if you take the advice from the wrong people, you get, it's like the, the, the it, it's a doorway, it's a yeah. gateway, depending on who you ask. Yeah, right? it's always different. Yeah. So my, my son just started as an um, intern at Warner Music, Warner Bros. Music, and it all came through, I talked about it, my friend who I've surfed with for five years, I didn't even know what he did. One night we had a discussion, five minutes later he's hiring my son as his only intern. It turns out he's like a VP of A&R, and I didn't know that. So my son, we're just funniest thinking along, stumbling along, my son starts, He's stoked. He loves it. He's at. He, he's he's right. sitting in on these A and R calls. He's learning. He loves music. Yeah, you know, he's twenty years old, and he's he's goes up to Arista Records for things. And he's like the one intern that gets to sit in on these calls. And he had this experience where he was sitting with the other interns, and they're all bragging about um, how how many interviews they how went many through. hoops they had to jump, how through. hard it was to get the job. And my son's sitting there, the internship, and my son was sitting there because he knows this stuff. I right. mean, uh, like we've. He's been around me, and he's—it's natural to him. If you don't teach this, if you don't teach these principles out of someone, they're just natural. So for him, it's natural. He was standing there like smiling, and he knew he didn't say anything in that moment. He's—but he's just thinking, I didn't—I uh, didn't work hard at all for this. Yeah. I just went with the natural flow, and um, eventually he like—he now now he's like friends with one of the interns, and he, he's like, I got to admit it to you. I didn't work hard at all to get here. <laughs> but then the guy said, but it's obvious you're you're yeah. in the right place and you're good at what you do. So it's not like it's the perfect position for him. It's just he didn't have to like whip flog himself or do anything painful to get to it. God connected it well, with him in the most amazing way. Well, well, this is the thing. It means we both we always have those two options. 
Mm-hmm. And it's always a choice. It's a choice to believe that God is arranging things on my behalf. Right. And my part of the deal is just to continue to have faith in that. Right. And just do the simple things that are in front of me to do. Yeah. Or the inspired ideas that come to me that feel really good. Right. Not the things I think I ought to or should right. or better be right. doing. And something will come from left field. Yeah. I'm not because I'm not worried about it. Right. And the other portion, which is the primary thing that's taught, unfortunately, is to worry about how you're going to get there. So you better really start buckling down and working hard to prove you deserve it. Right. That's the problem. Because once I start telling myself I got to prove I deserve it, that means subconsciously I'm telling myself I'm not good enough. And once I start telling myself I'm not good enough, that's followed by I'm not doing enough. Yeah. And none of these feelings feel good. Right. And then the worst thing happens. Then when I meet people like your son, whether I worked hard and got there or not, or didn't get it, what am I going to be? Now I'm resentful. Right. They get all the breaks. It's who you know. It's not what you... I, and it's it's a living nightmare. And then I and then the, the will to work even harder. Right. Instead of, no, just drop it all and that's what this show is all about yeah. get into the new groove of trusting that right everything's in divine order right and god is working you know what i realized that i'll just wrap this up and we'll do the readings and yeah, we'll bring yeah, on no kathy problem. so you know i didn't have the best of circumstances growing up right and it's it's impacted me with a lot of the ways i think sometimes and the tendency is to get upset you know, why did that have to happen? Why do I, sure. you know, but the other day I was driving along and I was thinking about how amazing, you know, when I'm in that right frame of mind, I'm thinking, geez, you know, I'm really fortunate because, you know, I don't have parents that meddle in my life. Right. You know, and Mike Dugan told me that early on when I was full of self pity. Like all these other people in their 20s, you know, they have parents helping them. He goes, yeah, be grateful. Your parents got out of your life, you know, you, right. early. Because you're going to be grateful one day. And I'm thinking, yeah, I don't have parents that meddle in my life. I'm grateful for you know them having brought me into the world. But then I go, you know what? God is so loving to me. I really, you know, because I was thinking about how fortunate I was to, you know, join the Coast Guard and all the good fortune that right. came out of that. I would have never been introduced to these principles. It changed my life, which is nothing like the military but it talk, brought me into all this and i'm going wow god i do have a family member i god gave me a wealthy uncle mm. who always provides for me uncle sam right so I started thinking, man yeah. i can't curse people who have wonderful families and stuff anymore because i have like this great jolly uncle sam yeah <laughs> always taking good care of me with a smile no less yeah and a red white and blue costume yeah. and a big hat no you got to come see me because uh, you know no. like, you got to stay on the phone with me no <laughs> none of that you the check <laughs> all, thank you all this stuff my whole life so i'm going wow so you really i mean it really is wonderful when you can shine a light on your situation and then you get blasted with the reality, which is always better than you thought. Yeah. And then you can embrace it. Man, it's such a better feeling I agree. than the feeling of, oh, you know, 
I'm at a disadvantage or yeah, well, my or, dad said mean things to me. Right. Or uh, you got this supposedly like great job, but you feel like you compromised yourself oh, yeah. to get there. You know, there's I was when you were talking, I was thinking we get to write on our resume. Do we willing to compromise? on this universal spiritual re resume within our own mind. Do we include a line that says, I'm willing to compromise, don't worry. Or do we not? Because my one other thing my buddy told me is he has a friend who is in, he went to Oxford, he's from Scotland. His other buddy is in finances and lives in Dubai. I was just talking about how I have no interest in like going to Dubai because they opened a new wave pool there for surfing and whatever. But he said an interesting thing, interesting thing. his friend that went there, he's there because he loves golf and he's into finance. But this guy has an amazing policy. From the very beginning, he said, I will never work long hours. If I want to leave, I'm leaving when I want to leave. And if they don't like it, they can fire me and I'll get a new job. That is and he man. has done that. And he has been successful every step of the way. But on his resume, it says, will not compromise. And he's willing to let the universe pay, you know, um, w w like, uh, work it out for him. Yes. In fact, one time they, he got fired because he wouldn't do the extra hours. They had to pay him for six months because they, he couldn't get a job anywhere else because of a policy they have which is like you can't leave this company and go straight into another company. So they paid him for six months to just live. And then he went and got another job because he's good at what he does. It's just, but he is trusting that the universe yeah. will unfold his new groove. Yeah, and, that, and it keeps doing and it. And it keeps, and it's so inspiring. But it's, and it takes some audacity to live this way. You know, it takes some courage, you know, to live this way. But man, it's like you become what everyone wants to be, like some version of a, of a rock star or a fame, but you're famous in God's eyes. Yes. And oh. like God's the one who gets you into the VIP rooms. Yes. The ones you want to be in, not the ones someone else says you should be in. And if you get in there, then you're someone. God opens doors that mean something to me in a way that only me, but it like it only has to be me, but it hits like in a way that just makes you realize how magical well, life. Well, it ends up blessing everyone yeah. because you're in your right place. There's, we need to hear something from Kathy. I was thinking time. the same thing because yeah. we're going off the cuff here today. Kathy? What, what, how do you feel about all the things we've been babbling on about? Well, as you guys were talking, I was reminded, I don't know which book it was, but it was some book. You know how you read something and it sparks like, Oh my God, you, you just all of a sudden are shot into a whole different mm -hmm. dimension and you have a different perspective of how life is. And I, it might have been Shortcut to a Miracle I, or one of those, I, don't, I have no idea. But I remember thinking about the universe that it has unlimited and genius ways and means of taking care of each one of us unlimited and so when you think about all of that if you like like both of you were saying when you just trust there's these serendipitous ways of the universe orchestrating itself and that's why you're called the funniest thing is because you get to say oh the funniest thing just happened to me and it's because you trusted in a higher power in those in the unlimited and genius ways of the universe to bring something about so um i i love this subject this is this is where i love to shine oh my god you just made it clear too that when when i am striving for something that i think I ought to be doing 
and I ought to be working towards, if I get that myopic about it, not only does it feel bad, Mm -hmm. but also now I am cutting myself off from all the infinite possibilities, all the serendipitous happenings that could happen. All the coincidences are now cut out of my vision, my acceptance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, have you guys seen, and this was in the 80s when uh, Shirley MacLaine came out with the movie uh, Out on a Limb? Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's this one scene where she's, she and her buddy, and I don't remember his name, they're driving oh my, down. Yes. This, uh, that's the only scene. scene I remember in my brain. Yeah. So it's dark and they're, they're driving through this windy dirt road and he closes his eyes and he takes his hands off the wheel. And the car now is driving itself and she's freaking out. And he said, trust, there's something bigger that's driving itself. And when I saw that, I just thought, man, this is we got to take our hands off the wheel. We think we're not not literally Mm because on the when you're in a car, you got to keep your hands on the wheel. However, it was such a great symbol of how we always feel like we have to be in control and be in this direction and go over here. But if we just metaphorically, yes, yes, taking my hands off the wheel, this is where unlimited genius ways and means of the universe taking care of us. You know what? That goes. Yeah, let's hear this. I'm going to read this one paragraph because how we ended up on this uh, train of thought is moving right along. And we weren't sure what we have. You know, we always come up with what we think we're going to read. And then it changes throughout the show. But this this just reinforces everything we're talking about. This is from a new book we've been reading. Nancy Norman, Kathy's mom, turned us on to it at one of her prosperity workshops we mentioned on Thursdays. And it's called You Too Can Be Prosperous by Robert A. Russell. It's an oldie book goodie uh, published in 1950. And listen to this. The chapter is Chapter 2, What is Prosperity?, Riches come, riches come by the same law that metal objects come to a steel magnet. The power of attraction is not in the bar of steel, but in the invisible force with which it is charged. So it is with supply. It comes not by hard work, physical effort, or willpower, but by the Spirit of God embodied as a working force in the consciousness. This power draws material riches to one in abundant measure. They come not because of anything a person does on the outer plane, but by virtue of his consciousness or what he is. And then the biblical quote, For unto everyone that hath shall be given. In other words, to him that hath the consciousness of the kingdom of God, all these things shall be added. And he gives a definition of prosperity, which I think is appropriate for today's episode. Because some of us, when we hear this word, you know, I used to think it just meant money. Right, you right. Know, money and things. Well, here we go. The def- And this is also from his book, same chapter. The dictionary defines prosperity as the state of being prosperous, advance or gain in any good or desirable. 
successful progress, attainment of the object desired. To prosper in this sense is to have access to everything where and when it is needed. It would enable one to face the future with the certain knowledge that whatever he needed would always be present when the need appeared. This is the kind of prosperity that Jesus had, and it can be ours too. And I love that because it doesn't mean I needed a bunch of things to prove. No, it just needs knowing, you know what? Right when we need it, some it, the the need will be filled. Yes, that's mm-hmm. the prosperous consciousness that keeps this magnetic force. Yeah, going. The problem comes when I start thinking, I, "Well, I, I got to make something happen now. Not enough is happening, you know, or I got to bring in more income for no particular reason, just in case." Yeah, that's when I start jamming the frequency. Totally. But as long yeah. as I just keep this attitude of nope. You know what? Let's just keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. And you know what? Whatever we need, it's going to materialize right when we need it. Yeah. Or like Mike Dugan used to tell me, don't worry, Daryl. We'll jump off that bridge when we get to it. Because I used to always be worried about the future. Let me unveil this, okay? Because out of the book, Brian, Robert A. Russell book, he, he recommended another book, which is called... The Law of Financial Success by Edward E. Beals. I'm just going to read the last part, which goes right along with what you said of the part I read earlier. And this is why it's important, because it'd be easy if you just listened to the show or heard Kathy speak or heard whatever, read your book, and you got up, and the rest of the day was just easy, right? Like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to trust God all day. But what happens is these old grooves are very hypnotic. They come up, and then all of a sudden you're like, where the hell is the thing I heard this morning? You know, like <laughs> These old all, ruts, yeah. Yeah, the old ruts come. You're in the old rut, and it feels so damn real. It feels like a hut. And he says, the worst thing about fear and worry is that while they exhaust a great part of the energy of the average person, they give nothing good in return. Nobody ever accomplished a single thing by reason of fear and worry. Now, you got to remember, fear and worry will mask itself as seriousness. Yes. It's like the right thing to do or the thing I have to do. Or I better or I ought to or this is yeah. what everyone does. You need to do this. This is required work. Right. And we really have to get under the hood of our thinking to recognize yes. how insidious it can be, which is why you got to do a morning routine of meditation, uh, inspired reading, affirmative prayer to get under the hood of your own vehicle to know what's going on under there. Otherwise, on the surface, it's, it's going, this is the right thing I have to do underneath you're remembering your mom judging you. You're, you have undue fears about your boss judging you, le- losing your job. You think you're going to be in the poor house at any moment. All of that stuff is nonsense, but it can feel very real when it takes over. So he said fear and worry never helped one, helped one along a single inch on the road to success. And, but they, it promises it will. That's the thing. It promises to, to, to keep you safe, but it's a lie, right? Yeah. It says, uh, because it never will because their whole tendency is to retard the progress and not to advance it. The majority of things that we worry and fear about never come to pass at all, and the few that actually do materialize are never as bad as we feared they would be. It's not the cares, trials, and troubles of today that unnerve us and break us down. It's actually the troubles that we fear may come sometime in the future. Everyone is able to bear what's in front of us today 
But if we heap on those burdens of tomorrow, the next day, what our mom thinks, whatever, the boss thing, day after that, he's doing, you'll do your mind an injustice, and it is no wonder that after a bit, we heap on the last straw that breaks the back of our mental camel. Yeah. Yeah, it's so important to, to realize if that's happening, there is something you can do about it. The voice inside is going to go, no, there's nothing I can do about it. That's why we need to have these uh, practices of like meditation to recognize a broader. I had to do this this morning. The, the voices of fear, doubt, and worry after Stephen Tom Thorpe's sermon last night. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll love to STT. But um, this morning I woke up and it was the sermon of fear, doubt, and worry was so compelling to believe that there's nothing I could do about yes. it. That it but I just had to be really simple with myself. And one of the things that the prosperity, the, the, the affirmation that Robert A. Russell just recommends all of us use is I am prosperity. He calls that your basic thought. Like what is the simplest thought at the center of everything you're thinking? Because if it's fear, you're going to get more fear. But if you reset it with a principle such as I am prosperity, it's really, it's a great litmus test because the, the thoughts of fear, doubt, and worry can't exist in the same sphere as I am prosperity. So I started doing I am prosperity. I started using the Nancy Norman recommended, put your eyes 45 degree angle up to the corner where the wall meets the, the, the ceiling and start thinking the, I, I raise my eyes to the hills from which my good comes. Yeah. I started, and this was all very mechanical for yeah, me. Yeah, oh, I was doing it this morning too, and I was even lot, telling myself, I go, yeah. you know what, I'm just saying I am grateful now, but I, I know it's going to click. Yeah. You know, because that one, I was doing I am prosperity, and then something bubbled in my head and said, no, I am grateful for the life I have. And yeah. that felt good, but I had to, we're letting you know, folks, if you're listening, don't dismiss it if it feels mechanical and like oh this is a joke why am i even right. doing this we've been doing it for a long time and my mind will still tell me these lies like yeah. this is a joke was this really gonna work but i'll do it anyway right you know it's funny because the because the, the, i know it'll click the ideas of fear down and worry will tell us that they are eternal that they're never going to go away and that they can't which is complete rubbish it's a complete lie it's actually the reverse of the truth. Yeah. This is why this stuff works because, and I had this realization the other day, it's like our prosperity doesn't stop because we do something bad or God judge. It stops the moment we believe we did something unworthy of our prosperity because we cut ourselves off from it. We use our energy to push it away. But sometimes that programming is so deep, we think that's God that fear is God, but it's not. It's just our subconscious mind now believing. So it's been really rewarding for me to realize that this God as an abundant source of our unlimited good is principle. Yeah. It does not change. And so everything, and, and using a, a, an affirmation like I am prosperity or doing what Daryl recommends is the yes walk. Just oh, walk every time your left foot hits the ground, just say yes, yes. yes. Every time, just doing something like David Schwartz in his book talks about like how he has to adjust his mind mechanically in the morning by doing things like this. And sometimes the fear will go, if you have to do silly things like that, it'll never work for you. But it's, you just got to be like the child that yeah. Jesus talked about to enter the kingdom. Remember, we enter the kingdom. The kingdom's been there all along, but we enter it by becoming aware of the truth. I mean, yeah. I... Uh, Ernest Holmes just talked about that the other day. Uh, he said, I'm not grow, I'm not like rising up into 
my wholeness. I'm simply growing in my awareness that it's yeah. already there every day. Like, so that's another thing. A lot of this nonsense about like people who have risen up above and now they're the chosen one and they never have any issues. And you know what I mean? They'll go up on stages and, and purport to all this stuff. It's nonsense to me. It's not helpful for me at all. The, the truth is that each one of us already is divinely created. We just are awakening to what's already there. These affirmations are not making a new reality, although it feels that way. But it's a reality that's been there all along, and we're just awakening yes. to it. And that is, that's why it's like, it's the ultimate like humility to realize, oh my God, even when I was saying all that horrible stuff about myself and others, God was there loving me. The truth was there. The love was there. The people were there. All of it was there. I just needed to, I always say, I'm the last one to realize it. When I wake up and go, wow. My friends and the people who love me, they've been waiting for me to wake up to it all along because I can, you know, I've been making their life hell by my fear and droning on about these stories, you know? It's like, what a relief when you, when I'm around someone who just feels good, it just feels good, right? It doesn't even need explanation. Well, that's why we're allowed to feel good even among people who aren't feeling good, we shouldn't stifle our yes. good feelings because because we think, oh, this is being disrespectful, being right. happy. They're acting morose. I better act morose. Yeah. No, that doesn't benefit them. I also like um, in Catherine Ponder's uh, Prosperity of Life, I think it's called the book. You could find it if you have Apple uh, Music right. reading of this book. Just punch in Catherine Ponder and you'll get all her books on tape on Apple for free. Right. Um, but in there... I think she, Spotify also has some of them, right, Indy? Yeah. So uh, in there, she says this. She said, a friend of mine describes affirmations. Mm -hmm. uh, she equates them as being the same as a steering wheel. They're not like us just wishing and hoping or making believe, but it goes along with every word, every thought's a gateway. Well, she says, you know, affirmations, you got to think of them as their steering wheel. And we're saying statements, they steer us in the direction we want to go. Right. But people go, well, that's silly. Well, you're thinking negative. Those are negative affirmations. It's the same thing. That's right. Why are you saying that's more legitimate and this is silly? I'd rather be silly and feel better. Yeah, I agree. And the best part is you'll get evidence that yeah. it's real. Right. Because circumstances and coincidences will happen it's that it's like that Bible verse. Faith without works is dead. And I used to think that meant faith doesn't count unless you're working hard. Because <laughs> that's how a lot of people taught it to me. <laughs> faith isn't real unless you're suffering under a heap of crap. <laughs> I was like, faith without works is dead. I'm dead. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that. Because I looked up the definition of works, and I also have the message version of Bible. It means faith without demonstrations, without evidence, right. is dead. Right. So when you put your faith in fear, thinking these other, and you're not getting demonstrations, well, that's not faith, man. That's right. not what we're talking about. Yeah, it's misguided faith. But if you put your faith in joy and hope and love and that things will change, even though right now you're upset with everybody in the room like I was, you know, just having a corner, like just a poppy seed of, no, this will change, this will change. It's been this way before, too. You know, this is what I was Yeah. And boom, 
You get the demonstration. Yeah, I, same for me because when you went, we're going through it, and I was, I had this is something new for me. I just had to tell myself, well, actually, Indy and I were feeling really good before you came in here. We didn't do anything wrong. No. And then I said to myself, well, Daryl didn't do anything wrong because he's just where he's at. And I started doing the other trick Nancy taught us. I just saw the the white light above your head, the angel of God's presence coming in over Chobo Studios. Oh, that's what I was trying to swat away. I know, I know. I saw, <laughs> believe me, I saw you, but I just was like, I had to sit with it because the old me thought, ah, oh, dad's mad, I'm in trouble or whatever. But I was like, no, I, I was happy. And, uh, you know, like, and I went into that space and something new came. Yeah. And it was so good. I took my hands off of the wheel and look where we are now. Yeah, because that's what I had to do the couple of times. You've done the same thing. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Just sit here. He'll be back. This yeah. will be good. Once we do this, everything's going to change. Right. And it's, you know, you're, you're in the role oftentimes of teaching people stuff. And it's, it's easy for when you're learning from someone to then become bitter at them when like they don't live up to your expectation. Right. So sometimes I, I've had to, it's been like me growing to be my own teacher, yeah. my own believer, not just living off of your faith no. because you're a human. You know, I don't. I never liked those stories. Oh, my guru died, and I. And I was like, oh. <laughs> some reason I just didn't want that. I wanted to be my own guru in a sense. I want to love and appreciate and learn from people, but I don't want it to, you know, like to become a false idol. Well, but that's why we love Kathy. I was going to say because before thing. the show started, I was saying it's a compliment. I love the people who teach me best are the people who are on the spiritual path, and the spiritual path means. I see them make mistakes, but they admit it, and now they now they're working to come back, and then they're on it, and then they're and that's what we share with each other. We don't just share with each other. Everything works great for me, right? I mean, that doesn't. Yeah. How does that help anybody? Yeah, and I was we were talking about you, Kathy, and now I really want to get a lot of your wisdom on all of this because of the fact that you're a person when you tell a funny story, you're laughing before the punchline. Like you're. It's really funny. It's not like, it's look her. at me, ha ha, yeah. I'm going to tell it. It's like, you are, it's just like the way we are. People think that this show is supposed to be like some funny thing, and it is. We laugh a lot, but you're, I feel like you're laughing with yourself, at, at yourself, yourself yes. with the universe, with God. And so we really love that about and benefit you. Because from we that. feel that ripple out into our own hearts when, when you're oh, giving sure. a sermon. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I uh, when you talk about fear and uncertainty and doubt and all of those great little negative feelings, I think it was uh, there was an experiment that was done in the 1960s. Don't quote me on that, but it, it for me it made an impression in that what they would do is they would take these people that were just like all into their fear and all into their negativity. Mm -hmm. And they drew their blood right when they were having like all this stuff going on, kind of like what you were like, Daryl, earlier today. Yeah. <laughs> and what and what they found is that there's an actual chemical that's released that can be very addictive. And that's why we go, and I find myself doing this as well. That's why we go down the rabbit hole. And unless you stop it, you it, you you continue to be addicted to the negative thoughts and like yeah. oh now this is going to happen and this is going to happen and oh my god what if this happens and all of a sudden you're just in it and when you stop it when you when you're around people that are positive that can lift you up 
that can help you to stop the addiction, if you will, yeah. Um, then those positive thoughts are even more powerful. There's another chemical that they found that's even more powerful than the original. So, you know, I think there was someone that said um, one positive thought can cancel out 10 negative thoughts. Yeah. So that's how powerful we can be uh, because it does affect our, our bodies. So once we put a stop to, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Like Jesus said, Satan, get thee behind me. Like, yeah. don't even bother. You know, once we do that, then things start going back into a higher yeah. frequency, higher way yeah. of, of being. Right. So yeah. I, I love that you guys brought that up because that's the way it is on planet Earth. It's the master class. Right. Right. You know, you're one of the best I've seen uh, in person at being able to stand in your truth and power in the uh, face of something that could trigger you or that you might feel compelled to jump in with, but not going along with it. Like the first time we saw you speak when that woman in the back started cursing the church or whatever she was doing. And you just kept saying, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, that was a powerful demonstration. And then she peacefully left. Yeah. Like she, uh, the, the, the person gently escorted her out. She wasn't like raving or like, yeah. it just neutralized. She left and then, you went on with the talk and everyone forgot, well, did something happen earlier? I don't think so. Maybe it did. Yeah. You know, let me just read one thing from Schoonover. He texted me the other day. He's been a great help to me. And he said, yeah. Reverend Michael Schoonover. Reverend Michael Schoonover, excuse me, Schoon Doggy, as Indy calls you know, him. Tell him what's Because it might be, yeah. You, uh, what's it's the, name the unity, unity of Vista. Yeah, yeah. Unity yeah. of Vista. Unity, unity Way. way. Unity, unity Way of Vista. Unity Way. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. But this goes along with this because our our real our true nature the way only way we can be healthy is like when we are loving because those other yeah. thing about those chemicals that take us down is they do do negatively affect our health our well being our, our nervous system so he said Michael uh, in an exchange said many mystics say on the other side the only question we will consciously reflect on is how much we loved all those who used us and despised us and. Uh. Uh, what I liked about that, I, I responded something because I, I was in the right space to hear it, which is that's because there's no greater joy than realizing I can love you regardless of what your own head might be saying at that moment. Yeah. You know, like if I just stop putting earplugs all the time and stop listening to the negative crap that some people say, like myself can be in that boat and just thought about the things I love about them, everyone has so much more I love about them than that I don't like. It's just that sometimes our, excuse me, our head box starts to just, my, my buddy JJ used to say, call it clucking. We start clucking and saying stuff that we don't really mean, but we're in that negative spiral, you know? But I'm just thinking about going into that, just wear earplugs full time and just oh, like love yeah. people 100% of the time and just do that. I think that would be the most I've successful thing I can do. I've done that, folks. I've actually, I told you, I yeah. was going into a place where I knew the people predominantly talk negative and I was like, oh, what am I going to do? So I put in my earbuds and, crank, <laughs> and cranked up like the spa music yeah. and they're, nice. they're chatting away and stuff. But I was just saying, hey, 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 I couldn't hear a word. Another <laughs> time I knew it, that it dawned on me, it was like, have I noticed how joyful and unaffected I was when I was with a bunch of people and I didn't understand the language. 
I was just like mm-hmm. a happy, naive, yeah. you know, dopey, dopey, mm-hmm. friends with everyone. And I thought, man, I got to learn yeah. to not understand people's language about- by choice. Yes. Because mm-hmm. it really is. It changed. And it changes everything. But you know how you're saying, like, these things affect us physically with the chemicals and do damage or actually provide health for our body. But it yeah. also, though, that's evidence that our vibration, our magnetism is transforming as well. Yeah. So it's like it's coursing through our body for good or bad, but also for good or bad, now that's going to be affecting our circumstances. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that powerful. That's uh, mysticism in a nutshell. Let me there, just read it? this. Oh, absolutely. This goes along with what Ed just said about how we don't. It's, here, I'm just going to read Wait, it. Remember when I just want to say this one last thing. Yeah. Remember when I went to that meet? I had I took my assistant out to lunch, Fino, and he was mumbling, and we were in a oh, very loud, we yes. were in a very loud diner, and I couldn't hear a damn thing he was saying, and I I didn't even want to keep trying to hear it, so I just listened to all this noise, clinking glasses. And I just like trusted, and at the end he goes, "Oh my gosh, I'm so glad I came out to lunch with you. You really helped me figure a bunch of stuff out." But the best part, folks, is Ed said, "Oh, I'm going to lunch with Fino. You know what that means? It's going to be a head full of trauma." <laughs> but because, you, <laughs> but because you didn't hear a word he said, it healed him. It healed you. And he, he was like, "You really get me. Like we're, I know. we're a lot alike." <laughs> and all it was was Ed couldn't hear. A, did you listen to this show? No. Just no. Okay, good. I might actually send it to him though. Just you got because. to. <laughs> so listen, this oh, is funny. this is from around the year with Emmett Fox. If you have it, it's June seventeenth, which is today, and it's it just reinforces exactly what Ed said. We do not have to create good. We do not have to persuade God to be love or life or truth or intelligence. We do not have to ask Him to remember us. We could not ask for any good. Fundamentally, evil is a false belief about the power and availability of good. Yeah. And, you know, a good thing to do these readings in the morning and have these books is you can make notes over the years and then you'll see them like I date them when I write them Mm -hmm. in there. So in 2020, I wrote, just believe in the good and all will go well. Drop all else. It feels bad because it's false. And mm. then in 2021, I wrote, just believe in good, have hope, and God does the rest. Yes. What is the, and then ask myself, what is the happiest thought I could have in this situation? Believe that. And I attributed that quote to Jesus. He may <laughs> or may not have said that, <laughs> but for me, it gives it a little extra oomph. Yes. You know, one of the things, and I just want to reflect back, is that uh, I think it was Jesus. You think I would know? Uh, <laughs> where uh, he said, "The Lord knows that you have need of these things." Yeah. Yes. And so sometimes, whenever Steve's like, "Oh man, you know, we should do this," and they'll go, "Well, the Lord," <laughs> and he just rolls his eyes. The Lord knows that we have need of these things, and they always come. Yeah. Whatever. Yes, it always comes. It might come at a later date or whatever, but, um, you know, it's kind of a fun thing to say. Yes. Just knowing you're always being supplied for, always. Yes, right when we need it. 
I'm glad I have a Kathy Norman named Lori Fazzaro who says those things to me when I need to hear them. Yeah. And I'll roll my eyes maybe in the moment, but then I'm like, oh, I'm so glad she reminded me of that. The best part about Lori is she'll tell you the things that you said yesterday. You know, just to really turn it, the knife a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, she's like. good. Yeah, and she laughs about it, which is even better. Yeah, my wife does the same It thing. is so great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So. Should we read our eager reader? Yeah, let's hear that. I definitely want to hear more from Kathy Norman because she's so, yeah. you're so good at um, – you were talking about quantum leaping for a while, which is another way to make new grooves. Favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe we could read the eager. Maybe we could and talk Yeah, because eager will that. lead right to new grooves with quantum yeah, jumping. Yeah, because we want to talk about like there's people out there probably who are struggling with these grooves and maybe they don't yet have like the community we have. I mean I got new thought ministers Great. on my text threads. I got to talk to you, Daryl, Indy. But just we want to just keep encouraging no matter how hard because it can feel like this morning. I just want to say briefly this morning I woke up and I had that first thought was, wow, it's all good. It's just this voice in my head. Yeah. But then once that voice took over, I go, what the hell happened to that idea that it's all good? Where did it go? Oh, you know, and it can feel really it felt kind of very challenging. You know, so we want to just keep encouraging people. Do you know you can change the groove? It, and it is changes, working for you. It changes not even. It doesn't even take that long to That's change. Because right. this good is already yes. true. God brings it about in spite of those doubts. There's so many. There's so much good for you. But let's get to the eager reading, and then we'll talk. The more. eager reading. Yeah. Now the eager reading is the daily word. Is that? I just want to make sure yes. I'm yes. doing the thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like calling it the Let eager reading. I love it. Well, the word, for, oh, I know why, because the word for today is eager. She yeah. finally gets it, folks. That's why we love her. <laughs> so All right. Well, this is very good. So <laughs> I love, I, I love the affirmation. My enthusiastic soul energizes me. My enthusiastic energy vitalizes everyone around me opening hearts giving hope and providing help i eagerly fulfill my purpose by giving loving service with a large well how do you pronounce that word ed looked it up wait we got oh, it here was it the alacrity word yeah alacrity something like that yeah uh, uh i didn't i looked it up but i don't know how exactly how you space it. but it's a-l-a-c-r-i-t-y okay. Well, what it means, tell the audience, because it, it means with with cheerful eagerness or something like yes. that, like uh, cheerful okay. enthusiasm. Cheerful enthusiasm. That's bright good cheerfulness. For me. Bright cheerfulness. I think it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. In my relationships and activities, I seek to share, help, and bless. I lift up those around me with my encouraging spirit. I am motivated and inspired to make a difference in the world. Whenever I face difficulties, I center myself in the realization that God in me is greater than anything that happens in the world. Whatever I encounter is an opportunity to make the love of God visible. I express that, that love each day I have the energy and vitality to do all that is mine to do, knowing I am divinely supported and guided in all my actions. And that is inspired by 1 Peter 3.13. Now, who will harm you if you are eager to do what is good? 
I love that. Fantastic. The eager reading. Yes. Now eager what that is. Yes, indeed. Yeah. You got anything to say about that? I think we need the for the, since we let the cat out of the bag, Kathy can give a quick um uh share of what quantum jumping is yeah. as a way to get your groove you know to get those new healthier grooves in your consciousness moving yeah talk about how it's helped you or how do you use it yeah oh it's my favorite favorite thing so quantum jumping is the idea that there are more realities available at any given moment so you know as albert einstein said all time exists at the same time. So there's future use and many possibilities of use, and there's past use, many possibilities of past use that maybe you didn't live, but they're still available to you. And so in this moment, what you can do as far as quantum jumping, now there's, I'm, there's different ways you can use quantum jumping, but what you can do is you can Let's say you're looking for, um, uh, let's say you, you're thinking about writing a book. And so you can call forth the future yous that have already done that. So there's a, a possible, there's, there's some, there's a you that has already done that. And you can call that forward and that future you will guide you into writing a book. Mm. Or now the other part of it is, is that you can quantum jump into that you that that has already done it. And so that that you, I'm not sure if I'm explaining or if this is coming across the way I want it to. Um, so that you from the future has just embodied you. And so you now are that author. You walk around as that person. Mm. You you embody that person, and of course, the universe matches every frequency, every yeah. energy, and that the universe then guides you in the now moment to to maybe the editor, or you get inspiration, or um, you know, all of a sudden you're just downloading. You are that person, and that's what we. A teach in unity is that in order to attract uh, what you want, you have to become what you want. Yes, mm -hmm. you can't just you can't just say um, you know I'm now uh, a famous author and then you know sit in front of your computer and go I I just I, I can't do this. So a lot of times we say an affirmation, but we do something different right. what we're saying is envelop it yes become so you you can quantum jump it's an energy jump into the person that you want to be it's a great tool yes. i do it every single day it's my favorite thing to do i love it it really helps us embody the biblical verse where you know believe that you have already received, embody yes. that. And yes. I mean, it's been it's been paraphrased in many different ways. And to hear it this way really makes it clear and enjoyable for me to digest and and want to uh, continue to practice. So I love learning more about it from you. Um, 
It was. And something. many times we do it unconsciously. Yes. You know, for instance, um, years ago, uh, it was like in 2014, Stephen, my husband Stephen, I wanted to buy a house here in Ojai. Well, the prices for real estate is just sky high. And, you know, once again, God knows that you have need of these things. So what we would do is that we would pretend like we had all the finances we needed to buy a home and every sunday after church we would go to the open houses yes and the realtors you know they were like oh my god the looky lose you know because they always knew that we would just look and not do anything about it but we pretended like yeah you know so we embodied yes it. and then when we found our home and it wasn't um let's just say this is how this is how the universe will orchestrate itself I was at Greater Joe's in Ventura. Some friends of mine who live in the neighborhood that I that we live in now, but it's the neighborhood that I absolutely love. And they said, Kathy, we want you guys to move here. Um, and there's a house that's in probate. You gotta go go by and see it. So sure enough, that day, Steve and I broke into the house. It wow. had been empty for three years wow. it was rat infested it was you know it was like i and steve's a contractor so i'm thinking i can't i can't move into this house it's awful and he's saying oh my god this is fantastic do you see the possibility and because of that we uh we were able not only to afford the house but remodel it in such a way that it's or dream house and so everything kind of coordinated itself and this was the other thing is that um we had we had the the loan but we didn't have it immediately and the realtor had said oh there's other people that want this house we need money cash and uh once again we embodied okay somehow we're gonna attract that cash we were telling a friend of ours about it and he said hey I just got an extended credit of like 200,000 or whatever. We had we had the other uh, funds and he said, let me just loan you the money. Just like that. I mean, who does that? Wow. <laughs> it's God doing you know, it through these people. That's yeah. what it is. You know. Uh, if you embody it, if yes. you embody yeah. it, yes. the universe supplies the people, places, things, circumstances so that it always goes in your favor. Yeah. So just body what it is that you want quantum jump into that and everything will work out beautifully really yeah i love what you're saying because we got to become that something new in order for the our dreams to come true and one thing i realized like what if i was this like successful consultant person that i know i'm becoming they wouldn't then all of a sudden there's no more room for me to be this guy who like blames fazaro for me having a bad day or Whatever it is, that there's no more room for that other thing because that new person would not <laughs> act that way. So when you talk about quantum jumping, it, it's really helpful because in this book, Brian, that Brian A. Russell, Robert A. Russell book, book, You Too Can Be Prosperous, this is what I like because you got to feel it, right? Yes. He says the, the idea of I am prosperity. He says this idea is so big, so powerful. I love this. And so re irresistible in its action that it will magnetize everything in your life 
and cause everything to vibrate in harmony with it. It will draw success, work opportunities, and beneficial activities of every sort to you. Its vibration is so strong that it will demagnetize everything unlike itself. Its power is so great that it will penetrate and dispel every inharmonious condition. It spreads its light, its vitality, its riches to every part of your world. It is omnipotent and omniscient. And it says, if you are lost in a maze of false beliefs, this idea will bring you to your goal. I like that because it's not, it's, it's one thing that we do and then all these other things like you, we've said throughout the show, get magnetized to you in ways that you couldn't even rationally work out. That's the good news. And I, I, this is, I mean, it's ending on such a good cup of coffee. Are we going to end it soon? Because it's like I'm going, man, yeah, this well, is so listen, good. I just want to say oh, one yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah, want to say one thing in, in, that goes, it's in alignment with Kathy's excellent example she just gave. Yeah. But you know, because some of our listeners like me would be going, well, I, I like that idea of seeing myself as the future, like Ed is the consultant or already owing this house because uh, that we I've been coming at it from, oh, how are we ever going to own out? Like I could see the benefit of this, but a great tool is, and I just was reminded of this again in the David Schwartz book, which is it's either called The Power of Thinking Big or The Benefit of Thinking Big. All right, I'll look it up. Yeah, we'll find that. But he gives this suggestion, and this you could use, and I'm going to use today, uh, thanks to Kathy reminding me of this again, when I'm thinking about the future self, you know, the real me, the big me, not the little me, you know, where I am today me or where I think I am today me. By right. doing this, in his book, he recommends when you're stuck like this. It's called the magic of thinking big, by the, the way. The magic of thinking big. He goes, ask yourself, what would an important what would an important person do? Like, yeah. if you tend like all of a sudden all these people are gossiping and stuff, what would the important person do in this situation? Would he join in with the gossip? Or would he just, you know, see it as humorous and move along? You know, what would the imp important person do? about your dress. How would an important person go out today into the world? Mm -hmm. You know, little things mm -hmm. like that. But now I like making it even more specific to what Kathy was just saying. How would a homeowner in Ohio, future potential legitimate buyer act? Yeah. Oh, they'd go to open houses. You know, how would, you know, a successful artist already in galleries and well uh, and yeah. appreciated and selling paintings how would he at would he get involved with petty thoughts no it automatically lists you how would a professional consultant um behave in their think in this situation about himself or about what's right. happening right here and it's amazing because the thoughts are always higher and enjo more enjoyable thoughts yeah like this isn't mm. hard to do folks because those thoughts feel better. Yeah. That's what yeah. means they're the truth. That's our real reality. Yeah. That's the indication yeah. that those are and true I, thoughts. I'd love to leave you with a little tool. Yes, little how please do. And that is, you know, because I, I do this all the time. If I'm feeling kind of down or angry or whatever, then I just go, you know, I now call forth all of my future selves and my past selves that have ever been happy beyond their wildest dreams 
And all of a sudden, I'm just that. I just embody that. Those energies from future, past, present, or whatever, they embody me. And, and I can go forward being the happiest me. So just call call that forward. Call yes. that energy forward. I love this stuff. Yeah, I do too. Me too. Uh, Ernest Holmes in, to, in today's uh, three... What is it? Science of Mind 365. 365 Science of Mind said, if we behold beauty instead of ugliness, then beauty will appear. If we persist in seeing the true rather than the false, then that which is true will appear. Let us then cease weeping over the shortcomings and mistakes and evils of our yesterdays and steadfastly beholding the face of the great and the divine reality. Let us resolve to walk in the light wherein there is no darkness. Definitely I know that every negative condition of the past is cleared away from my consciousness. I no longer think about it, see it, or believe in it. Nor do I believe that it has any effect whatsoever on my experience. Yesterday is not, tomorrow is not, but today, bright and hope, bright with hope and filled with promise is mine. Today I live. Well, so that's what the quantum leaping, today we live, not, not tomorrow. Amen. Right? We're, right? we're calling it all forth into living today maybe uh we could get a quick prayer from kathy norman to bless some wow. anything that you're inspired to do i think because yeah you're bless so, our you're, listeners you're with their because a lot of listeners are probably getting geared up thinking oh this is getting me excited to follow that dream or that aspiration or yeah. step out in that direction so this is perfect oh good 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 well let's just take a moment right now and realize that in god all things are possible and that God has unlimited and genius ways and means of taking care of each one of us. And so because there is an unlimited uh, amount of miracles in God, we just say, God, we surrender ourselves into your care and keeping. We surrender and we allow your orchestration of divine right good to take care of each one of us. And so for each one of us that are a part of this show and those that are listening, we can send each other a great blessing. So we do this together, energy is all present. So let's just send each other a great blessing. We have just magnified all the good by sending each other a blessing and for this dear god we do give thanks and so it is amen so it is amen and sodas wow well <laughs> i love you guys wait we gotta we read a little you. story about you two more minutes here because oh. we yeah but check out kathy norman at unity um unitysb.org yep uh their live streams are amazing they have a youtube channel as well where that stuff's starting to go up and um yeah. Well, we thank you, thank Kathy. You. Thank we, you. Listen to this little story. Yes, we found this in the archives. Mm -hmm. Ojai Press. The Ojai Press. One morning when Kathy was in fourth grade, her teacher, Mrs. Grouch, was reviewing future, past, and present tenses with the class. And at one point, Mrs. Grouch said to the class, I am beautiful. In, she said, I am beautiful is what tense? Kathy quickly shouted. That's definitely the past tense. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you right. guys. Well, the good news is we're gonna sing it out. Yeah, because only when I'm dancing can I feel this free. At night, I lock the doors where no one else can see. I'm tired of dancing here all by myself. 
tonight. I want to dance with someone else. Get into the groove, boy. God's gonna prove his love to me. Yeah. Get up on your feet. Yeah. Step to the beat. God, what will it be? Yeah. Visit DarylNed.com to find easy links. Kathy Norman, we love you. And as always, thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Nancy, too. Get into the groove, boy. God's gonna prove his love to me. Get up on your feet. Yeah, step to the beat. God, what will it be? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Wow, wasn't that an amazing podcast? Well, you could do that too here at ChoboStudios.com here in the Los Angeles area. Uh, and if you're not in Los Angeles, you could always go to PodShuttle.io. It's our fully remote editing service where you will cut up clips, we'll edit for you. Uh, podcast management, we do it all, baby. We got the digital goods here at PodShuttle and Chobo. We love you. <laughs>